Ladies and gentlemen, this is Canary in a Comedy Goldmine, live in Edinburgh. Now clap your hands like a prick and welcome Martin Angolo. Take a pinch of white, man. Wrap it up in black skin. Add a touch of blue blood. Add a little bitty bit of red Indian boy. I don't know this song. Curly Black and Kings kids. Mixed with yellow chink kids. What the fuck yeah. say that? <laughs> if you lump it all together. In time the fuck. Well, you've got a recipe for a get along. What a beautiful dream. If we only come true, you know. What we need is a great big melting pot. Big enough to change the world. And that's all, all it's got. we got. Keep it stirring for a hundred years or more. And turn and out coffee coloured people, people by the score. Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another Canary podcast in Edinburgh. Uh, with, a, with a studio audience. Yeah. I'm joined once again by uh, Jer Stoughton. How's it going, Jer? It's going all right, man. Uh, how's your fringe been going? It's been going grand, yeah. Any any stories? Not really. Just doing a few gigs. You do you do a stand up show, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you're missing the trick, you know, because you're not really using all your talents doing really? stand up. Yeah, what well, you, you tell some jokes. That's all I do, yeah. Like you're so good at sound effects. <laughs> like we've been through this. You do sound effects really well, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe uh, you're, not really, you're not doing them in the show, no? No, I don't do any in the show. Well, just to prove how good you are at sound effects, maybe how about I come up with a little scenario yeah. and then you could do the sound effects with them and it might entertain the boys and girls here okay, today. Right. Okay, right. Okay, try it. So uh, we'll start off. So I open the fridge door. I pour myself a glass of milk. I, I drink it in one go. It's very good. I drink it in one go. That was a bit chewy. Then I, bur- <laughs> then I burp. <coughs> nice. I'm now in my car and I'm driving along fine, but after a while I skid on some ice and crash. There's an explosion. I crawl from the wreckage and walk through the snow. The same as the crawl. <laughs> I step on a dog's tail. Sorry about that, Rover. <laughs> There's a gunshot and a bullet nearly hits me. Some pigeons fly away. And at the top of the hill, holding a smoking gun, is David O'Doherty. <laughs> oh, that was a nice scene, wasn't it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I love being in Edinburgh, Jay, you know? Do you? Uh, do you enjoy it? I do, yeah. Yeah. It's, re- it's, such, it's a great opportunity to network, I find. <laughs> Have you been? Have you been networking? I have a bit, yeah. Have you? Have you been yeah. putting on a voice while you do it? Uh, well, I just do my net, normal networking voice, you know. Yeah. So I went up to the person who runs the underbelly. Did you? And I says to them, I says, a fifty-minute show, all about the recession in two thousand and eight, but I'm completely naked except for a sandal on my right foot. That represents the banks. <laughs> Put it in the fucking biggest room you have. You'll still be able to see my fucking bollocks from the balcony. 
Did it go for it? If you don't put that on, then you're a silly, <laughs> silly, silly fucking cunt. Did it go for it? No, no it didn't go for that. What else did you do? Well, there's also in that voice. There's also TV. There's also TV people here, you know. Is there? You can be people get signed up for shows all the time. You can network with them too. Eddie Doyle, I hear you're running the BBC now. Here's a prank show idea, you prick. <laughs> I phone up members of the public. We go back and forth. I threaten to have them sent home and deported. And in the end, I call them a stupid fucking con. You spat. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> That's why he didn't go for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you got something to say now. Do, do I? Yeah. Uh, fridge door. <laughs> Where is it? Jerry, All right, okay. Jerry. Make it seem natural. I just read it. Make it seem natural. There are a lot of shows on at this fringe. There are, aren't there? And I thought I'd go through some more of the listings for oh, yeah. people who are over. You do the listings, don't you, for the Edinburgh Fringe Guide? Yeah, I do let's, now. Let's have a listen. Okay, go on. Mark Thomas brings his show Checkup, or NHS at 70, to the Fringe this year. Mark's show examines the health organisation and everything that's happened within it over the last fucking hell, 70 years. Back by popular demand is Bald Man Sings Rihanna. By, by Gary Sampson. Uh, this show, show does what exactly what it says on the tin. It, on the tin, a great night out for the family. Dark McGarry. Fuck me sideways. Dark show is called. Not legit enough to quit. An hour of stand-up for one of Ireland's best comedy writers. Andrew Lawrence has a new show called Clean. That was, I had some touch and cloth there. This show sees Andrew drop all of the conversational stuff he did in the past. As the market for that kind of thing is now gone. Expect good, clean family fun. Christ, my arse will be worn out at this stage. All right, that's enough. Get the idea with that. So, <laughs> look, all these shows happening in Edinburgh. I think we can all agree it's very difficult coming up with material. material there's endless material go on chase me there's endless material go on chase me there's endless material 
Go on, chase me. There's endless material. I thought you were coming then. <laughs> There's endless material. I thought you were coming then. <laughs> There's endless material. He's the guy who ran away and left his wife for a young one. That's what we're doing, yeah? That's what we're doing there. Uh, okay. So, so Jer, why don't you tell us all about your, your stand-up show then? Uh, I'd rather not. I go on. No, just fucking get it's home. It's the next oh, No, I'm not doing it. Go on to say it. All right, well, it's just a stand-up show, you know. I do a few songs, poems, and I tell the emotional story of my Dutch uncle with the inflatable shoes. He pops his clogs. I'd love to hear more about this, but... um. Well, we just got a letter. 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 Wonder who it's from. Dear Canary, the comedy goals, but it's from uh, my neighbour. Is it, yeah? From, um... Liverpool. That's it, yeah. Uh, Dear Canary, the comedy goals, it's been a while, hasn't it? I'd like to see you because I'm devastated. I was devastated by the news of Aretha Franklin this week. I saw her at a, at a gig at the Royal Albert Hall. It was amazing. When she walked out onto the stage, I thought, wow, the crowd's really cheering for this cleaning staff. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Can't believe that. (laughs) I loved her, though. You know, do do you know what her last hit was? I don't. Probably a fucking diabetes medicine. Anyway, it's rough for now. That's the end. That's a quick letter, wasn't (laughs) it? Straight to the point. It was gone, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you hear a knock at the door? I I don't. So, 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 so there was this fucking Indian woman. You've seen them, haven't you? They're fucking everywhere these days. I see her walking down the road and she has a fucking dot in her head. Sorry, I thought there was a fucking sniper, like. So I'm rolling around and taking cover before I realised that she'd done it herself, like. So I got up to her and say, what are you, a fucking scratch girl? <laughs> she, she was Indian, like. Oh, so we'll end on this, I think. So Michael D. Higgins, is uh, he has a dinner party to la- launch his campaign because he's running for president again. You know, right. like, he's going to stay president. So there's loads of people there. You know, there's me, Kevin McGahar, <laughs> Carl Spain. It's a real who the fuck of Irish comedy. So Michael D. He goes to speak at this dinner thing and he goes, uh, uh, Thank you all for coming. Uh, uh, as you all know, I'm going to be running for president again. And, uh, you know, I, I haven't been focusing on it much. Because I've been away. Yes. I spent some time in France, you know. Mm. The women there were fantastic. This campaign dinner speech probably isn't the best time to mention this, but um, I had a rough night with a French woman while I was there. Mm. She was into hair pulling while banging. Her armpits were sore after. Oh, I've launched a lot of... I've launched, I've launched a lot of potatoes inside French women lately. Mm. You there. You there. You there. Yes, you. And he's, he's pointing at me. Yes, you there. Ask me how many French women I've launched a potato into. And so he's point, I have to ask him. And I say, how many French women have you thrown a potato into? He says, 361. And 112 of them were Coco Chanel. <laughs> so, we're, so that's a speech. We're at the bar after. And, uh, you know, there's a cockney barman there polishing a glass. I get a, yeah, I get a pint. And I'm walking around the grounds. And who do I see? But I see the garlic girl who often rings me up. 
Really, yeah. In person. Yeah. That's, That's the first time, isn't it? Yeah. So she starts talking to me. Does she? And this is what she says. Hi, Martin. Fancy seeing you here. I'm here as entertainment, so I am. In an hour from now, I get me tits out and eat a whole sticky toffee pudding in fountain. I'm here with Keith, so don't try anything. Oh, I can see you staring at my vag. He's good to me, though. He's handy, though. Oh, here he comes now. <laughs> fucking hell, love. This party's fucking shite. You said there'd be fucking goujons with garlic sauce and tub on side for dipping. I haven't dumped a fucking goujon yet, love. Fucking hell, love. Get me a fucking goujon. I get your goujons now, do you? So we go to find her some goujons. I go with her to look for goujons. Do you? Yeah, yeah. And we bump into Michael D and explain the situation. I'll do anything to get a vote. I can't vote here, Chief. Uh, so, which, um, so which Rick and Morty episode will you be watching tonight? Don't matter. Seen them all, haven't I? So we're looking around the bar for goujons. Garlic and Michael D end up wandering into the cellar. We're calling her garlic now. <laughs> what, do you, what do we call her? What else? Don't know. Exactly. So they're in the cellar, right? And as they're walking down, the door shuts behind them and locks. It's, it's created a scene there, hasn't it? Yeah. And in the bar, I'm by myself, and the barman comes up from where the cellar is, this cockney barman, and he says, I've had enough of your fucking guff Irish. <laughs> he smashes a beer bottle on the counter. <laughs> That's what that sounds like. And he points it at me and goes, take your fatty lingerie and pantyhose off and put this craft beer bottle up your fatty hoop. Hey, what, can you, what can you do? No. He's, he's pointing a, a broken beer bottle at me, you know. At your hope. Yeah, so anyway, I'm getting my pantyhose off. <laughs> and they're catching on me boots, so I can't get them fully off. Shouldn't wear boots. Everything else seems grand. I know. But uh, I, I eventually, I'm getting them over me. But anyway, uh, back in the cellar, Garlic and Michael D are freaking out. You know, Michael D's like, arr, arr, arr. Calm down, like, I know what to do. I'll tell us a few jokes from this wee blue book that I always make sure carry with me. I'll do some jokes from it. Here we go. So I've learned how to play Irish chess. Do you know how to play Irish chess? It's very similar to chess normal way, except you can move Bishop to different parish if he's facing allegations. Uh, make it stop. Fucking hell, make it stop. So back in the bar, I get, so I have a bottle up me. Yeah. I say, there you go, mate. It's done. And the cockney says, you got the rest of this fucking six pack to go, son. I'm like, mate, I can't take any more Bishop's finger. Then all you hear is a bang, right? The Cockney guy is knocked out from behind and standing there, <laughs> wielding a frying pan, is broadcaster Eamon Dunphy. Why do you have a frying pan? <laughs> I say thanks for that, Eamon. He takes the bishop's finger out of me hoop, <laughs> cracks it open, takes a sip, and I ask, why did you knock that guy out? And Eamon says, He's the guy who ran away and left his wife for a young one. <laughs> we, let garlic, we let Garlic and Michael D out of the cellar and Michael D is so happy he sings a song. Is that what he does when he's happy? <laughs> As I walk through the valley in the shadow of death, I take a look at my wife and realize there's nothing left. Because I've been brassing and laughing so long that... If my mama thinks that my mind is gone, but I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Me be treated like a punk, now that's unheard of. Better watch out, you talking where you walking, or you, your homies, might be lined up in shock. 
I really hate the trip when I got hope. As they croak, I see myself pistol smoke. I'm the kind of G that homies all cheer. If you cross me, then you're just a, a wanker whipping up fear. Been spending most of my life living in a presidential paradise. I thought you were coming then. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>